Welcome to the Ken Burns Show. Thank you, as always, for joining me right here. And on this special edition, it's special because, well, it just is. It's just a special edition. I don't know what that really means. But I'm just so glad that you are joining me right now because we have uh, a lot to talk about. But before we get started into some substantial um, you know, news of around the world and anything other than my own personal world, um, I, uh, I do want to talk about some things that are uh, relevant to uh, you and me concerning uh, these podcasts and these episodes, not just mine, but uh, my colleagues. Uh, you need to go to the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com. If you haven't gone there yet, uh, you need to because you're going to find some great uh, shows there, uh, including this one. Um, links to uh, things like the Ken and Mike show, uh, which is happening actually uh, in just a couple of hours as I'm recording this. Um, it'll be happening and we're going to be having an excellent guest, by the way, uh, next Tuesday. Um, I believe it's the 16th and that show is going to be with Sam Sorbo. Uh, if you remember Kevin Sorbo, uh, Mr. Hercules, and he's also been in God's not dead. Many, 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 um, films. Um, but these two, uh, this couple, uh, they are amazingly outspoken about their faith and about conservatism. And you're going to love, uh, you're going to love, uh, hearing from Sam Sorbo. She's got a brand new book out, which we will talk about on the Ken and Mike show. And that is Tuesday, next Tuesday, uh, the 16th at 6 PM Eastern standard time. Don't delay, get there and watch it because you're going to hear uh, a live, a live show with Sam Sorbo. Also don't miss out on some great podcasts coming out, uh, by my colleague who is Ted Flint on the Pac-Man podcast. Also, Mike Hansen um, on Mic'd Up with Mike Hansen. And I'm so excited to announce that there'll be the first recording this week of a brand new show called Set Apart with KC. Uh, that show is very, very unique. Uh, it's, it's going to be uh, a wonderful show because she has a lot to talk about in areas that we don't always touch on, such as vaccines and uh, the medical field. Um, she really researches these things and she's going to be having great guests on her podcast and on her show, on her live shows, whatever she chooses to do, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be great. So stay tuned in for that. That'll be coming up, uh, later this week. Also, uh, Ted Flint, uh, who is the host of the Pac-Man podcast is putting out some incredible, incredible columns on the website at the bmgnetwork.com. If you go to the bmgnetwork.com and go to the area that says read, you can go there and you can find our newest, um, uh, I guess, area of our website called Your Daily Perusal. Um, and you can read all about um, some interesting, very interesting columns that, that are there. You can read about things like, uh, is the U.S. government at war with the American people? Um, this is a brand new one that I'm going to talk about in just a minute. Um, but also he has a Another one that's interesting called, why do so many Catholics vote Democrat? It's a great question, and he has a, a really, really good answer. Um, so be sure to go to thebmgnetwork.com. Uh, also go to our Facebook page, the BMG Network on Facebook, and please like us, follow us, um, be a part of, uh, of this great, this great uh, movement, if you will, of people just standing up and speaking out and uh being American. So anyway, again, thank you so much for tuning in right here to the Ken Burns Show. 
always great to have you uh, along. Um, but again, there's just so much great. I'm just too excited. There's just so much great content coming your way. I'm so excited to put it out to you. Um, anyway, uh, is the U.S. government at war with the American people? This is the title of the brand new uh, daily perusal put out by Ted Flint on the website. And I'm just going to read uh, it to you because it's very fascinating. And you can, uh, you know, answer it yourself. And it goes like this. The U.S. government is at war with the American people. I know that that statement is indirect conflict with everything our federal government is constitutionally required to uphold, namely to protect our God-given rights. Do you believe our elected leaders are fighting for the people who sent them to Washington? Did voters in Wyoming elect Liz Cheney so she could vote in to uh, impeach Donald Trump, even though he's already been removed from office? Are American citizens clamoring for their representatives to grant amnesty to millions of illegal aliens? If three quarters of Americans are against codifying Roe versus Wade, why are Democrats hell-bent on doing just that? The Senate just passed a $1.9 trillion so-called stimulus bill. The only thing it will stimulate is the federal printing presses. Included in this grab bag are amendments preventing illegals from receiving stimulus checks and one nixing any defunding of police departments. The fact that those amendments were even part of the discussion is testament to the depths to which our political debate has fallen. We are engaged in a battle we all know has been coming for decades. We can no longer wish it away or leave it for the next generation to fight. Radio talk show host Michael Savage wrote a book a decade ago called The Coming Civil War. Despite the hyperbolic title, his warnings have turned out to be precedent. To say Americans are polarized is an understatement. There are clearly two Americas. One believes in individual liberty, limited government, low taxes, a strong military, and that the Second Amendment extends to the individual, the right to own a firearm. The other side believes primarily in the power of government. How to reconcile the differences? We disagree on even how we are to govern ourselves as a nation. In the post-Trump landscape, any notion of putting America first is considered racist and adherence to that policy must be marginalized. As author and political commentator Pat Buchanan recently wrote, we have no common code of morality. One side is rooted in modernism and secularism and the other is in the teaching, teachings rather, of the Old and New Testament, Christian tradition, and a natural law written in the human heart that is superior to man-made law. But God still sits on his throne, and we can take solace in the truth of his word. Psalm, 30, Psalm 37 tells us, The meek shall inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. Let's pray that day comes soon. Uh, again, that is an excellent piece, and you'll find more at the bmgnetwork.com. Uh, but again, that's, the, that's an excellent piece by uh, Ted Flint, the host of the Pac-Man podcast, which you can find his podcast on our website. Um, again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. And just to get right to it, I mean, you see what he wrote there. Like you mentioned, Pat Buchanan uh, said, we have no common code of morality. And I was just talking in my last podcast about morality and how morality is literally legislated all the time. And we it just kind of, you know, nix it. It's just, it is what it is. However, 
if we keep our head in the sand, the next thing you know, and it's already been happening, if you, you know, open your eyes, and I'm not talking to you specifically, I don't mean that as a knock or being sarcastic to you, um, but just in general, for all of us, if we open our eyes, we can see it very clearly that it's been happening for a long time. And most of the things um, are becoming, uh, unfortunately, common ground. And that, and it, I don't say that lightly. It's, on, it's very unfortunate. And now, you know, our children have to deal with it. Their children are going to have to deal with it. So the question is, do we keep our head in the sand or do we stand up and do something about it now before it's too late? We all have to ask ourselves that question. Now we can, again, I said this last time in the, in the last podcast as well, we can twiddle our thumbs and just wait till Jesus comes. But I don't think that that's what we're called to do. I think that we're called to speak out against these so-called immoralities and dysfunctional thought process, dysfunctional way of life. And to be frank, we are all, in some regard, dysfunctional in and of ourselves. And thank God we have God, because without the Lord, we would be puttering around in our dysfunction, wondering how in the world are we going to get out of it. Well, there's no way out in and of ourselves or anybody else. Nobody can bring us out of it. That's why people join different groups like BLM, like these other activist groups, because they feel part of something. Well, there's something much higher than all of those things, anything that we can see with our natural eyes here on earth. And that is a heavenly nature, whether you believe that or not. But I absolutely do. Therefore, we can have a hope and we can live in joy, not happiness. Happiness comes and goes, but joy is something that remains in your heart forever, no matter what's happening around us, because it, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So that is my little rant, and uh, I could go on and on, but I'm not going to. I'm going to move on here. So I do want to talk about something. There's a headline news um, that was just a, maybe a week back by David Horowitz, who, by the way, we had on our show uh, on the Ken and Mike show a couple of years ago. Um, I cannot recall the book uh, that we talked about that he had just written, um, but it was an excellent conversation. And, uh, and he has a lot of great things to say. Now, this headline that I'm speaking of now states the following, the biggest and nastiest White House liar ever. He's our president now. And this is by David Horowitz. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will just say this. It's a great read. So if you go to frontpagemag.com, that's frontpagemag.com, and check out the, uh, uh, the article by David Horowitz called The Biggest and Nastiest White House Liar Ever, uh, you'll see kind of the uh, more insight than what I'm going to give you here. But I'll just say this, and this comes right out of the article. It says, the fact that this storm of false accusations and cover-ups obscures is that no presidential candidate, no president ever, has been so brazen and malicious at telling political lies as Joe Biden. Before an audience of 70 or 80 million viewers of the final presidential debate, for example, Biden accused Trump of being a mass murderer, of killing hundreds of thousands of coronavirus, coronavirus patients because he did nothing to fight the virus. Vote for me, Biden appealed to his audience, because if elected, 
I will rescue you from the clutches of a villain who doesn't have a plan and doesn't care how many innocent people die. As president, I will change that. I have a plan. Now, I don't have to go much further than to say it's pretty obvious that he did not have a plan at all. It's saying anything to get elected, really. And yes, this happens on both sides. However, let's kind of fact check what he said. Remember, this is the one thing that he wanted voters to remember and take to heart. It was also a monstrous lie. Biden had no plan that would affect the course of the pandemic. He conceded this after the election when one of the first announcements he made as president was, there is nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. No apologies to Trump. No apologies to the people he deceived into voting for him. No apologies at all. So you had one man in office, that is Donald Trump, who was fighting for the American people. And then you had and have a man in office now who is not fighting for the American people, whether you want to believe that or not. Okay? But I've gone through too many montages of, of, of things when it comes to what him and his so-called party was pushing forth. And that is Antifa and BLM and the like, who were purposefully killing people and destroying businesses. The virus is not something that can be compared to that. It is a virus that has no preference. It clings to whoever it can. Again, like I've said in other podcasts, I'm just going to continually... Um, speak out on these hypocrisies. And this is just one of many, many, many instances where there's been lie after lie. And now we see the impeachment trial trying to say that he incited violence. Everyone talks in that type of language saying we need to fight for our right. We need to fight for our country. We need to fight to pass these laws. That's what President Trump was doing. However, again and again and again, as I've said again and again and again, the Democratic Party, Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters, some of the actors that are well-known, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, were saying things like, if you see them create a mob, that was Maxine Waters. And there are many more examples that are even worse than that. But they weren't condemning Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They said, these are the things that happens when Americans are, you know, not happy. Oh, okay. So that's okay on your side. Not only is it okay, but you can justify it and even push it forth. That's just real great. But speaking of Black Lives Matter, as you've probably heard already, uh, the BLM's uh, Nobel Peace Prize nomination, I won't even go into the whole story. I'll just say this. Are you kidding me? You need to look at the history of this stuff. Go Again, go to this. There's another great piece at thefrontpagemag.com. And the title is BLM's Nobel Peace Prize nomination. And it's by John Perezzo. Just read what he writes down here. It gives you some great statistics, which I just don't have time to go into right now. But just wait till you see this so-called peaceful organization. I mean, it, it just can't get any worse than this, any sicker. But unfortunately, I do not have time to keep going into this. Um, this but do go to... Um, thefrontpagemag.com. Check out some of these columns that I was just speaking of. And also go to thebmgnetwork.com. Please check out all these great shows that are coming out uh, on your behalf, the American people. 
And that is our little um, motto, if you will. It is by the people and for the people. That is what the BMG network is all about. And we are excited to bring it to you. If you want to come alongside and be a part of this, um, reach out to us. There's a there's a, uh, a contact page right there on the website at thebmgnetwork.com. Uh, reach out to us uh, if you'd like to partner with us. If you would like to just help us out in any way, whether it's financially or anything like that, please reach out to us. Um, we'd love to talk. If you're interested in doing any type of production work or podcasts, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you um, and, and talk about it. But listen, in the meantime, uh, have a blessed week. Be staying uh, tuned for, be looking out for uh, some great podcasts this week uh, from Pac-Man Podcast, from Mic'd Up with Mike Hansen, uh, from Set Apart with uh, KC, and of course, the Ken and Mike Show, which is happening uh, tonight at 6 p.m. If you hear it before then, tune in. If you hear this podcast before then, tune in is what I meant. And uh, also be sure to uh, tune in on next Tuesday, the 16th of February, uh, with our interview with Sam Sorbo with her new book. Um, it's going to be great. But in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to this show. Uh, have an incredible rest of your week. Um, be blessed. And don't ever forget, don't put your trust in this government in America, but in the God, that is our God, who takes care of those who are in America. See you next time. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. Check out more episodes of The Ken Burns Show at buzzsprout.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. <laughs>